0: Wait, it's Les like Mis, see, look, see, it's like Miz. You could totally... They're making a movie, did you know that? Wow. Do like, you know who's in the movie? Uh, if it's not, what's his name, Who's in every Broadway production, what's his name? What the, is his uh, name? Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Anne Hathaway? Yes, I did know
1: that. Wait, wait, Hathaway? Anne Hathaway? Is, uh, what's it's, 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 Br- it's Jackson, Hugh Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Hugh or as Jackson I call and him, Dan Hugh Man. Jackson Man. <laughs> um, here's the story for the listeners. So, my, uh, beautiful and talented wife and I had dinner. Right beside Hugh Jackson, man and his wife. Really?
0: Yeah. Who's his wife?
1: Uh, I have no idea. She's no a beautiful, beautiful woman.
0: Oh, nice. At
1: a, at, a, at a swing. Well, you know what? I can name drop. I can do that. Yeah. Uh, we were at La Canda Verde in, nice. uh, in New York City. And there he is. And man, he put a lot of food away. Well, he's probably working out like four hours a day. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I I, to, I don't have I, to. I really? Work out several hours I a day. No, you don't. I work. You work. I'm I Outside. Out. I'm out. <laughs> several hours a day. And, and you have
0: several hours a day unaccounted for so we don't know it could be working
1: so um, uh, we should probably um, introduce ourselves to the listeners um, we're, we're dining with Jews and, and this is Nick hello and I'm Mo and uh, we're waiting on our, our guest today Steve Angel um, uh, who's not only lovely and talented uh, but loves himself so meat.
2: Sure, I'm gonna have. Um,
0: just him. He just walked in, but I'm
1: ready. I'm always ready. I'm prepared. <laughs> okay.
2: I, you know, I've been thinking about it all morning, so I'm gonna have a pastrami sandwich me, all right. and uh, coleslaw, and I'm hoping someone else is gonna order fries, which I will. <laughs> yes,
1: we will. Well, and I called it wrong. I thought you were gonna get smoked meat. I thought Steve's gonna sit down to get smoked
2: meat. You know, I've never actually had smoked meat here, but that's what I. I remember one time you told me that. Toronto's not a smoked meat town, Toronto's a pastrami town, yeah. Montreal's a smoked meat town. And when you go to another city, you don't ask for another, They, they uh, the first city's meat, you know? That's why you go to Montreal. Right.
1: And it even right. says on the menu.
2: Yes. The
1: reason why I thought this would be a perfect place to meet you at yes. was
2: because pre-Kaplansky's, yeah. this was the place. This was the place. Yes. I don't know if I even knew about this place. This is a place I've just walked by for years and years, never really been aware of it. And I think I just, I think there was like a waft of pastrami came out the door one day. I noticed the counter
0: and I noticed the lineup, which was the, which was the kicker. Where we are, open kitchen, you know, my office is, I can literally walk through the alley and get here. Yeah? Right. And I have many, many times. Don't give any more information. You don't want a stalker From the internet
1: no.
2: they'll find you uh, Well gonna triangulate
1: uh, and, and so now Our drinks are arriving
0: uh, <laughs> Mo has Mo has gone traditional With the uh, with the cream soda Yeah I like that okay. I, felt, I gotta say I felt a little guilty When I ordered The, the, the Coke Zero I, I Did you? The, I paid the away for
2: you Because I always get Cherry Coke But I read a thing Started reading an article This morning in the Globe About, about what? strokes And politics Really? Yeah, yeah. Sugary drinks and strokes and type so, two diabetes. So
1: you, so Coke Zero is, good, is the answer? because
2: yeah, it's not sugar. It's, like, <laughs> it's something else, right? Zero calories. Some other sort of chemical that. Yeah,
1: buried yeah. there in the list of twenty seven other chemicals. But I'm sure yeah. they're good
2: for you. No, those ones will keep my body right. in state <laughs> for the next hundred years. That's right, preserving. So if
0: technology changes, I'll be brought back to life. <laughs>
1: so Steve got a Coke can. And now he's digging out the dirt, the schmutz. Yeah, there's a, it's covered in and
0: schmutz. I've got, I've got schmutz in the corner of mine too. But now we're all so looking at our own
1: yeah. clean cans, and we're all like, well, oh, I can't drink out of it. No, no, no. I've, <laughs> I've got schmutz. I've got schmutz, schmutz in the corner. So
2: the thing is, this is, yeah. this is just the, what you can see. Yeah, right. No, that's there's, there's a whole universe. Right. That's why I look at this and that. I think, well, what microbes are on there right now? Yeah. Oh, and, and the food has arrived. Oh, nice.
1: No. If four people order sandwiches, yeah, four French fries is too much. <laughs> yeah, well,
2: that, that's kind of why I said I don't want French fries. I'm going to eat someone else's. Right,
1: but that's. When you went the extra distance and said, I'll have someone else's, yeah. we wouldn't let you have
2: ours, yeah. but she thought that meant, yeah. you
1: know, oh, I'll give you french fries.
2: Everyone's overcompensating, and you're right, the yeah. net effect is too many fries. Now, but too many fries is a pro- problem, it's not a problem, right? Right. Why, why isn't it a problem? It's what I call a third world problem.
1: Not enough fries is a problem. Oh, okay, First world so, problem. problem. This is the general idea. Oh my god, what a segue. I just came up with the best segue.
2: Alright.
1: You guys are gonna love me for the segue. When I first met my lovely and talented wife, who's not Jewish, which is the segue. We're gonna talk about this. Yeah. The, the key, we have many cultural differences, but the number one cultural difference that I experienced was what we just discussed. The difference between always make the mistake on the side of too much and always make the mistake oh. on the side of too little. And I think that's a thing. I think that is one of the clear cultural divides. So, just for background for the listeners, yeah, all three of the gentlemen sitting at this table uh, are why wi- are Jewish and our wives are not zebra, zebra, and and you know the, the notion of the zebra, one Jewish, one not. Are we all agreed on this? Agreed. Okay. Not only is that true, but all three of our wives are wasps. Are we agreed on that.
0: Agreed. 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 You just say, say mungie cake. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of um, erring on the side of just not enough, is that a universal truth around the table? With, yeah. With our partners. Right. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So why, so why is why that? Is it? Right. That's the heart of the question. Any thoughts on that? I, see, I, my original, um, Thought around it was because it had nothing to do with the uh, the uh, wasps side of things, or the, the, the difference in religion. It's because she grew up with a family that has uh, grew up in the war, and so it was about well saving and uh, making sure. Because there wasn't enough back then. Yeah. What's fascinating about that is that the family that
1: I've got that grew up during the same war. Granted, they weren't the ones with the guns, they were the ones being shot, but nevertheless, the group during the same war, after the war, they responded to the privation and the hunger of not having anything by saying, for the rest of my life, it will never be a problem to have too much at my table. You will always have too much. Right. So, same circumstances, arguably the same war, completely different takes to the thing. It's interesting, I, I, okay. well, but, you know, I can- actually don't
2: think that it's exclusive to Jews, I think it's more like to the, the kind of wasp phenomenon of not quite enough is more unusual. So if you go to Italy or you go to, um, I don't know, I imagine Turkey or wherever, the idea of hostliness and warmth, I agree, of being plentiful and, you know, if you... If your plate is empty, it means it has to be refilled. It's an expression like that. You need, you need more, and I think it's more strange culturally that the fact of not really quite having enough and being so like ascetic on the subject of of, of food and and its connected idea
0: of money,
1: right?
2: Because there's a there's a there's, well there's a
0: connection. There. Food costs money. Yeah, you're spending more money than you need to. if you've got too much. Yeah, wasting it is a waste of money. Uh, When we we have a party,
2: like a lot of people over, Mm -hmm. I'd want to put everything out, everything on the table. Twelve bottles of wine, all the scotch, all the vodka, everything, like a table festooned with stuff, and then backups under the table, so the table always appeared full, and. I think Jane felt that, that was kind of unseemly and kind of excessive, and I think also her fear was there wouldn't be enough people to justify that amount of excess. So we're sort of sort of saying that you know we actually expected more in terms of people to come, mm-hmm. and uh, it's sort of a. It, it, it would look kind of showy and also a little bit sad to be so overstocked because we had so much, we had so much more of an expectation of like, you know, the attendance or something. Like that. So how do so so you
0: reconcile that? I win.
2: Mean, you, you won? No. It's, you know, I, it's <laughs> I thought, I wow, Jane, that would be Jane, notable. Jane and I, you know, we both basically, like most married couples, tend towards a mean. So yeah. we, both, we tend to average each other out. I've... I don't interrupt as much, Um, and she doesn't get as upset um, when I come off like an authority when I'm not. And uh, she'll put more food on the table, and uh, so it's you know. But be honest. Let's go around with this. We all
1: ended up in the happy medium, in the compromise. Like right, eventually you end up going, okay, we'll we'll do a little bit of both or whatever. But we're right more often. On this, on this
0: topic, on on this, on the food and the table. for, for me, um, it's almost been like a, a training ground. Helen, Helen has totally embraced it. Not, not, not happily, I don't think, but you know, if we were to have a dinner party, she knows in my mind, and I don't know why this is, I, I haven't looked at the psychology of it, but in my mind, not having leftovers, or not having enough for people to say, yes, I'll have thirds, or whatever it is, yeah. is, is criminal. Yeah. Right. And, and that's just the way I was brought up. I don't have. Yeah. A, I'm not saying it's right.
1: Well, I think Steve mm-hmm. hit it on the head. Right. Yeah. What, what you have is dueling shame. Yeah. Where where's the shame come Back's from? That's great. For us, the shame is yeah. that we didn't provide for the guests in our home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We broke Red the rule. Mm-hmm. For them, the shame is we tried to look like we were better than everybody else. That broke the rule. And so when you have when you have a situation where it's guaranteed that one of the two partners in life are going to be shamed. It comes back to So you end up just wanting to live it. Mm. Mother-in-law. The mother-in-law. How much
0: mother-in-law you put out on the table? That's correct. I've had many dinner parties ruined because I put my mother-in-law on the table. Like, with like just an apple in her mouth, with so the dead <laughs> Pineapple rings up this and down, is down her one back. One sick <laughs> dinner party, I'm out. First <laughs>
1: I've told the story. Everybody knows the story. But the listeners have heard the story. The first Christmas I spent with my mother-in-law, um, she tried to baptize me by coming up behind me and sprinkling water on my
2: head. <laughs> and then, in the well, after- But you wearing a sou'wester? No, a I was- A Jewish <laughs> sou'wester. Yeah, keep up. That's, there you go. But, but then,
1: at the after-dinner, sitting around, because we're all full of turkey conversation, she asked me, unironically, if if Jews really did kill babies and, and <coughs> kill things with their blood. So I hope you, answer, so it's I hope you I have answered a huge yes. version or vision of this. Dating, dating Jewish girls.
0: Yeah. Why? Well, I never dated a Jewish girl. Uh Stevie said you never dated a Jewish girl. Well you grew up in Castle
2: like Frank. It's not a Jewish. Jarvis yeah. had a I think,
0: You know, your brother, you... I was the
2: new Jewish guy, like, I remember. (laughs) Yeah? I was like, yeah. That's how I was referred to.
0: So, You were literally referred to that way? Did you... Was it a conscious thing, though? Not dating the Jewish, like... Or was it just... I think
2: it was just, I think it was just, like, an attraction thing. I think there's there's a fundamental thing about uh, being more attracted to the other. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, and um, especially when they're super hot
1: bingo
2: was I a little loud on that? I was a little loud on that <laughs> and um, I think there's sort of a, you know, the opposite effect with you know, people that are kind of familiar and remind you of home a little bit too much uh-huh.
0: yeah so you don't you don't want to come home to home every day at the end of the day. You don't want to go back and like, all right, I'm, I'm home and I fucking yeah. hate it. We discovered when we were having a kid you have to do tests.
2: Thank you. Thank
0: you very much.
2: You have to do tests to, you know, to make sure that your kid doesn't have this, you know, genetic disorder, that genetic disorder. It's like, what's all this up? Well, are you Jewish? Yeah, yeah. well, you're going to get it. You could get it. you got a higher incidence of it. So that's something that is above and beyond our tastes and sensibilities and you know, philosophies and all that kind of stuff.
1: But it's because of what you mentioned. A narrow pool of people mm. have historically been marrying a narrow pool of people.
2: I, I guess we live in a neighborhood where a lot of people come by asking for money. And it, it tends to be- Fundraising, for, right? Yeah, fundraising. Usually environmental causes.
0: that's um, fucking bastards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, was that out awesome. loud? <laughs> and <laughs> Emma yeah, Lou and anyone else listening,
1: put your hands over your ears.
2: I I oftentimes will give them money, never a lot of money, but I like, not, you know, like forty dollars. Something like twenty dollars is embarrassing to give someone. Forty dollars, at least it's not a lot, but at least it's kind of something. But it's also the amount that will make them come back six months later. So it's maybe the exact wrong amount of money. I don't know, but that's what we give them, So this one guy has been coming pretty consistently. One time came when. Uh, when I wasn't there, and Jane was there. And Jane, you know, hates dealing with these guys, understandably. And when he came to the door, uh, he asked for me, because I'm always the one, I tend to be the one at the door or whatever. No, <laughs> knows who's getting soft touches at He's on here, he's <laughs> no, on here. No, no, who's the guy that'll give me the money? It's <laughs> <him>. different. <laughs> who's, uh, uh, you know, may, may, maybe you want to come back later. He's okay, I'll do that. Uh, but, uh, uh, so, can I use your bathroom? And Jane is like, taken aback, can't say no to anyone who asked her, totally direct, yes, no question. So she tries to be hospitable, uh, yeah, uh, I guess so, yeah, come on And So he's in, he's fully in the house, the door is closed behind him. And as Jane is directing him to the bathroom, he's transferred and says, uh, it's number two, eh? <laughs> In horror can't you, know, you can't change your mind. Can't no, say, I've waited and I've, well, I know you know what? After I mean, all, you can't you can't use our bathroom. So he went to our bathroom, took oh. a huge eight-minute steamy dump, <laughs> and and left. He's like, thanks, see ya.
0: <laughs> so
1: God <bless> Jane,
2: him. <laughs> Jane tells me this. I'm horrified. I'm. So repulsed, I'm, like, right off the top. Did he I don't get money? Want... What's that? Did he get money as well?
0: Did he actually give... Yeah. He, 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 he did that, and he got the 40 bucks for his cause? So I came home. Jane <laughs> Sorry, tells me the story.
2: I'm completely taken aback. I'm horrified. I'm thinking, you know, we have to trade in our toilet. Or I
0: don't know what we're going to... <laughs> and
2: basically, she's telling me the story. The doorbell rings. It's the guy. He came back to collect. He came back for me to ask for money. And he's like, hey, uh, oh, maybe your wife told me you were, uh, I was here a little bit earlier. <laughs> was like, uh-huh. He's like, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so anyhow, else the same cause. We're here in the and we're trying to raise money. And I just very, very slowly, gently <laughs> close the door as I maintain eye contact with him the whole time. Okay, okay, well, I guess I'll just see you next Okay, thanks, okay, bye. Do you have anything you want to talk about about what deli means
0: to you? Delhi mean anything to you? Uh, it's,
2: like soul, soul food, you know? it's like, just soul food, you know? It's just soul a food. And what's soul food? It's totally savory, sumptuous, fatty, kind of unhealthy. It's a treat, you know, you don't do a lot. But when you do it, you don't do it half-assed. Though I guess the Coke Zero was half-assed.